Seriously, is what you want? Oh boy, wouldn't you know? It's time again for da, 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 the podcast hour with Klingbop and Zipzorp. I'm Zipzop, and that's and, Klingbop, and we are here to hip hop and jip jop all over your slop. We're gonna slop your job. Slopping jobs, getting crops. Guys, it's not jib job and slop crop. It's Julia Ladkowitz and Matt O'Brien from the hit podcast. Is this what you want? Ringing mops. Every week we ask you, is this what you want? And we are no closer to finding out. Still have no idea. Still have no idea who you are and what you want from us and what's going on. Actually, we do know most of you. I feel like a lot of our regular listeners... Uh, we, we have about four solid listeners and... Uh, and the rest is drag. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Four solid do listeners. You think you are? I don't know. Um, we've been watching a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race. A RuPaul. A uh, uh, Uh Listen, guys, happy chappy hour. Guys, happy guys. Come on, guys. Let's go, guys. Get it, guys. Shut up. It's chappy hour. <laughs> it's chappy hour. <laughs> it's a chappy hour. It is 4.18 p.m., which is a perfect time for chappy hour. Yeah, right before 4.20, so you can get all yeah. greased up to dive oh, into your weed Oh, now it's 4.19, and one minute's going to be 4.20, and then you can suck on that joint, man. Pass the duchy to the left-hand side. No. Am uh, I allowed to sing that? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know As uh, Hoytman. Anyway, it's pre-4.20. Chappy uh, still... Haven't rewatched Chappie since the one time I watched it on a plane. And Julia. I still have never seen Chappie, and I never will. Yes, she is not Chappie. I am Chappie. I am um, Chappie Hour. You are Chappie. Listen, we're chapping. Uh, we're chapping different stuff. Pretty interesting stuff. I'm looking at your what you're chapping in the can, and it looks absolutely crazy. Matt, what are you chapping? I'm chapping this can of uh, collective arts. Um, what is it called? A Radio the Mothership, a D-D-H-D-I-P-A. Double. Double, double hops, double IPA. Oi, oi, oi. It's poison. It's 8.5%. No, <laughs> you went, you came back with all these double, double, triple doil, toil and trouble. Double, double toil. What's that? What's that witch's brew Double, song? double toil and trouble. Yeah. You came back with a bunch of witch's brews that were like 10% plus. Because it's a spooky month, so I like spooky drinks. So I get, uh, I wanted a bunch of IPAs, but sometimes you forget that IPAs are sometimes 40%, yeah. and you can actually clean an entire stovetop with <laughs> one if you pour it on correctly. Uh, I had a few the other night, got doinked out of my zoink by accident, and uh, having one more tonight, because who cares? Let's yeah, live our lives. let's live our um, lives. But it's it's a cool looking can, and, and Collective it. Arts is out of what Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're supporting uh, local ish. It's good. It's good. I like the taste of an IPA. It's got a bit. It's smooth off the top, a little sharp, uh, a little sharp bottom, smooth top, sharp bottom. Like me. Like an armadillo or a stegosaurus. I don't. I definitely don't have a sharp bottom. Yeah, you don't. You have a smooth bottom and a smooth front and a smooth everything. Yeah. You would be like. A crisp lager. I was going to say like a cream ale. Yeah, you're cream ale. My wife, she's a cream ale. Is there cream in cream ale? Why is it called no, cream ale? No, because it's creamy. It's creamy, dreamy, McSteamy? It's creamy, dreamy, and McSteamy. What and are you drinking? Oh, I just want to have a quick sip of it so I can uh, savor it. Mm. Me, oh my, oh my. Yeah. For the listeners, she's sipping. Oh, that is different and nice. It's, 
I want to say it's a hint of raspberry. I don't fucking know. I'm drinking. It's from uh, Rosewood Winery, which is in Beamsville. Not Beansville. Don't even think about Beansville. No, bean. Beam, like a... Like a beam of light. A beam of light. There we go. Um, or a beam So a it's building. like in the Niagara Peninsula. Uh. It's in Ontario. And this one's called the Notorious, or just Notorious PTG. So, yeah. A play on some fun pop culture yeah, references. Yeah, yeah, And it's a really cool label. And um, it's uh, 80% Gamay Noir and 20% Pinot Noir. Fermented wild and bottled without thinning or filtration on its natural lees. It's juicy. And it is juicy. Is this you saying this or is this something else saying this? No, this is the on the back of the bottle. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying all this. I was like, wow, you ri- you like wrote out a short essay about no. this wine? But it, it's really nice. And uh, so the fun thing about Rosewood Winery, they also have, um, they also make honey there because I guess they have bees. Yeah. So, I don't know. There's something, maybe I'm just, uh, I have bees on the mind. I'm like, ooh, there's a hint of honey in this or something. But even though it's like a red, it's a very like light, like you're looking at it. It's like a light, juicy ruby color, and you serve it chilled. I got a question for you. How do you so start good. a beekeep? Wow, you weren't even listening to I the was. End of I my heard thing, the bee and part, like, and I couldn't I stop. I need to know about bees. <laughs> well, because they have honey. So, like, do you just stumble upon bees? Do you, you like, steal a hive and you shove it in a box? Like, how are you getting these bees? Do oh you boy. start with one bee or two bees, and then you make them fall in love and then they create more bees don't you have to start with some sort of infrastructure of like a like a faux hive and then then and then you bring bees and then they make more i mean bees will like yeah would they just naturally come in there and be like yo this house fucking rock it's like condos like you're building bee condos I and like d- i don't know i don't know i don't know how I to start ha- my a bee. friend's mom used to be a little beekeeper and i never uh never got that is far. there a store for buying bees there I don't actually think there is. is. I don't think it's like a bee store, but like there's a a, a bee paraphernalia store just on like Bloor and Lansdowne-ish, I Wait, feel. Wait, you buy like bee shirts and stuff? No, or but I think you, you, buy bu- you buy things to like start up, like if you if you have bees. To summon bees. I don't know. <laughs> I'm very curious now. I'm going to look this look up after. We to look into this and, and talk about it next week or something because... Uh, Heads up, listener. A lot of bee talk coming. A lot of bee talk. Is this what you want? Yeah. Last week, it was all about putting a lime in my ass. Next week, it's all about putting bees Bees in in my ass. ass. Um, Now that, once, that's the thing. Once we put a lime in your ass, next would be the bees. Bee would feel crazy. What if it stung the inside of your asshole? I mean, you'd hope it wouldn't. It definitely would. It would feel trapped. Oh, for sure. It would would go, think, think, think. It, it would, would even accidentally do it. And then having a bee sting on the inside of your butthole. Hi, hi. What do you even do? Put I don't know what you do. And then you when you have to in there. poo the next day, yeah, maybe you put a lime in your butthole and you patch it all it's, up. It's honestly the lime and the coconut because it's just, it's a it's a rotation. You put the bees in, then you put the lime in. I'm the coconut. You're the coconut. I'm the coconut. <laughs> the bee is society. Oh, wow. <laughs> my butthole is the upcoming the election. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if I could hand. I think I'd, I'd I'd like a beekeep. I wonder how much money you make from from having bees. Maybe that's something we could do. Maybe that's why like natural honey is so expensive. Yeah. Like when you go to the farmers market and, and you're like, oh, this little jar of honey, and they're like, that'll be sixty four dollars, and you're like, eh, wait. But most of having bees is owning that fucking spacesuit that they walk around in. Oh yeah. And the little smokers to 
you you get the little smoke. You get the bees high. Get the bees high, <laughs> and then you get the little you pull you pull the tap on the beehive, and the honey comes out. A bee smoking a joint, a tiny yeah. bee smoking a little joint, is actually the cutest thing ever. That's why you, they don't care when you steal their honey. They're all high out of their fucking minds. They're like, yeah, they're there's like, lots to go around, man. Shit, dude, they're stealing our goo again. It's, it's barf, isn't it? It's bee barf. I don't know. I think that's true as well. Um, I don't care what I wonder it what is, the bees I think like of their e. honey. I wonder if they think of that. Well, they're probably like, listen, bitch, I'm making this and the white man is stealing it. Yeah. <laughs> you think they <laughs> see people white and black and whatnot? Well, they're like every man, every person, every color, every creed is stealing my honey. Yeah. And Me. I am black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. Wasn't that... That was a song. But that was about Jamaica, isn't it? Wasn't that about the Jamaican flag? I don't know. I don't know either. Um, anyway, next week is a Big B episode. This week is the episode where we continue to try to figure out what it is everybody wants. We're inching towards a few things. We have our sketch album, which we are tenderly picking away at. Yeah. Um, it's hard to work on stuff. It's hard. I find it very hard to work on stuff when I don't have a solid home base. I we have to stop blaming the home base. Because, I don't know because here's the thing. Even if we have a home base, shit happens. But it's like I think I feel like when we first got back to Toronto, yeah, and I was like, yeah, focus. And I got so much done like that weekend, and then after that, I was like, I'm all tapped out. It's and hard. And if something comes up, like an audition or something, I'm like, well, that's taking up my energy now. So all these, you have all these projects on the back burner that you want to do, like our sketch album, and I want to write an outline for a pilot, and I want to do yeah. this and that and the other. But then an audition comes up or something else comes up, and then you're like, well, I don't, it's not like we have a deadline. So no. maybe we have to impose deadlines. I think deadlines. we have to create a deadline to do this. Because I have been spacing out my busy things. Like today... I am like, I have the podcast and I had a self-tape audition where I had to play a pilot mm -hmm. and not toot my own horn or anything, but I think I fucking nailed it. I think you did. Also, it's one of those reenactments, uh, reenactment shows. So like there's an actual guy I'm playing and they showed a picture and I'm the guy. He's the guy. I look like the guy, a younger that guy. Uh, they desperately wanted someone with a mustache. So if I fucking don't get this, then they'll be hell to pay. If you don't get it, we're doing a Lyman. Yeah, We're I'm liming in. We're going to live stream a lime in. A lime in. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. If I don't book this reenactment plane crash show as the pilot, I'm going online and I'm liming my ass. Also, we could do a key lime. Key limes are little. Yeah, we'd have to start with a key lime and work our way up to a little, <laughs> a big one. A key lime in. Work our way up to a grapefruit, for An God's sake. An old-fashioned key lime in. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. I like the, to space the, out my things. The key lime eye. Get it? Because your butthole's the eye, the key lime eye, key lime pie. Key, is this what you want? I don't know if people want. <laughs> people like the lime stuff. Oh my god, I'm getting um, my phone's vibrating. Um, Get off your phone. I'm off my this phone. Sorry, I'm putting it on uh, <coughs> airplane mode. Um, what was I saying? So you like to that space out because nowadays you're like, I don't know how busy I'm going to be tomorrow. So it's like in my calendar, it's like empty. So I'm like, I'll do two things maximum a day, <laughs> and then I'll space it out real good. Yeah. And the fucking sketch album just keeps getting pushed back. Let's create a deadline right now, live on air. Oh my god. This is this is uh. So this will be to have it to have to have what all the sketches done fully recorded. Fully recorded. Fully recorded. Well, why don't I think we got to break it down? Like we at least have to have all our sketches no. done. No. Shut up for a second. <laughs> We have to have all, how about we have all our sketches written by the end of the month? 
So by October 31st. Yes, all our sketches will be written. How many sketches do we want to write? Sketches are pretty much already written. Are they? <coughs> um, and then let's have it fully recorded by the end of November. Yes, before that. Why yes. don't we try to record it before my birthday, November 14th, in case anybody wants to get me anything? Yes, <laughs> we could do that. Actually, that's very doable. And yes. then we release it in December. As a nice Christmas treat for all. Yes. Or um, a Hanukkah treat, a, a Kwanzaa special, whatever you are celebrating in December, it is for you. And yes, a bunch of short sketches yeah. where we basically beg people for money. Um, uh, I like the, the sketches that I've been writing. I don't know about the sketches you've been writing, but this, the exercise and just like, okay, I'm going to, because I never think I'm like, I'm just going to sit down and write now. It's like, usually I get an idea. Do you want to read one? I I'm not going to read one. Let's read, read one on air. They're funny. No, we have to save it. No, but let's give some. Let's give them a sample. No, a loyal listeners. I don't like this. Where is it in your notes? Let's do no, it. No, it's not in my notes. God damn it! It's on my computer. Anyway, uh, listen. We but I, I'm I'm trying to talk right now, you fucker. Yikes! So when I sit down, I never usually sit down and just say I'm going to write something. Yeah. It's usually an idea that comes, and then I I write off of that idea. But this is the only time where I've sat at this desk. And just been like, ah, and then looked around and then some random like thought comes into my head and then I'll just make a sketch off of that. And it's turned out to be like the most fun that I've had writing. And I've written some really like ridiculous, I genuinely funny things. I think. Yes, I think they're very good. I think they're very funny. And they're so gonna it's, a, it's, a, it's a fun writing exercise. They're really going to pop on this album, I'll tell you, this, this sketch album. This album's going to tank so badly. And <laughs> can you yeah. imagine? Because like, I, I feel, here's, here's something. I finally feel like, I'm getting my groove in some ways and I'm getting my confidence up and like, I'm like, I'm really proud of some of the work that I'm putting out. And then I'm also getting met with so much rejection and it's getting real hard because then as soon as you're, you convince yourself, you're like, you know what? I am good. I am worthy. I, I do put out quality products. I am talented. And then the industry is like, no, you're not. Or maybe th there could be a hundred reasons why you don't get something, but it's, it's it's uh, just it a testament to that no matter how far away how far into your career you are at any level rejection still happens and it never ever stops which is the pure nightmare of this uh yeah this being in this industry is like sure you can like you look at the most confident actors out there like even like famous actors like they still get rejected for things i mean it yeah. looks like everything's hunky dory which I hate that I just said that. Um, or it's like <coughs> actors, like I remember when Sandra Bullock won the Oscar that year and also won like the Razzie where it's yeah. like, you're, oh my God, your performance is so good, but also you could give what people think is the fucking worst performance of the year. Like, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love to get a Razzie. Um, it's like, did you see that? Because uh, uh, Quibi, by the way, breaking yes. news is done. Mm -hmm. uh, no big surprise there. Um, but there was a show about a woman with a golden arm and yes. the lead actor it was, was Rachel, like an Oscar winner. It's Rachel. It's marvelous. Mrs. Maisel. That's who it is. Yes. Dear God. Well, it's fucked up. I just watched a small clip and it's just like, bury me with my golden arm. And I'm it's pretty like sure killing if, her. If that's, unless there's two Quibi shows about a woman with a golden arm. Can you imagine? Uh, I don't know. But uh, I forget the name of the actor. But uh, but yeah, shit fucking happens uh, to anyone all the time. So And it's just, it's interesting because people are like, you should know, like, not that people have said this to me recently, but they have in the past. And I've said it to other people, like, you should be used to this by now. Like, 
this is part of the game. This is what you signed up for. I'm like, yes, it's part of the game. It's what we signed up for, blah, blah, blah. But it doesn't get easier. And you think that your skin would get thicker. But literally, my skin gets thinner. Literally <laughs> and figuratively. Like, the skin on my body is getting thinner. And my the skin of, like, my armor for my soul is also getting thinner. See-through woman. Because I feel woman. like time is running out. <laughs> Time's running out. Then you'll be able to. Once we be able to, we'll see right through you. I can't even talk right now. Um, I'm gonna be the see-through woman. The see-through woman, and that might be what people want. Maybe they're like, "Look at, I can see the inside of ew. everything." Ew! You can. Ew! You what just see the poo passing through me. Yes, just people watching the poo pass through you. You see all the limes in my butt. Yeah, watching the limes <laughs> go in, watching the poo come out. Um, what the hell else happened this oh, week? Wow. Uh, God, we're still I in Toronto like, right I now. I feel like a lot happened yeah but i've i felt like an old frumpus deluxe all week i'll tell you it's a real the last you have been a bit of a frumpus deluxe here okay here's what i'll say we so the last time we podcasted was when we just got into toronto so we've been here for a week now yeah um and i feel like we started off the week like with a lot of promise like we both got a lot of done we both got a lot lot of of done on the weekend um oh this will be my warm and fuzzy i guess so I'll save it. Um, but we also said we weren't going to drink for a week. Didn't happen. It didn't happen. And I, I don't want to throw you under the bus, but you sort of uh, derailed this train. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I usually do. Um, no, I, I would say usually I'm like the worst influence, but I was like gung-ho on going for the full week. I went longer than you. Yeah. But that's I okay. don't know. I don't know what it is. I just am bored and just there's... The whole world is crashing down, and I feel fucking weird, and I don't know. It's I, I've just felt weird about everything. I just want the stupid election to be done. I want everything to be figured out and fucking fixed already. Yeah. And but it's also, bec- and when you were like, let's just have a wine or whatever, and when I cracked is, and this might be TMI, but I had my period, still do. Whoa! And, and the cramps were so bad, and... I never had cramps until like s- nine months ago. Huh. Like I was not a person with period cramps. And now they're just so bad all the fucking time. And red wine is the, the one thing that actually helps. It actually really helps. It actually really helps. Wow. You s- yeah. So so I had that and that and that certainly helped. And then I was thinking about it. I'm like, well, it's good. Winter is coming. Winter is approaching. It's about to be so fucking cold and shitty. So I'm like, so right now, if a friend comes over on the patio and I want to have a wine, I'm going to fucking do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just a limited time. You can do this. That's also what's stressing me out, too. I'm just like, ah, ah, like it's a, not a huge thing, but it's like, that's, yeah, I've been, we've been in LA for a couple of years. I'm like, I was fucking, I remember leaving and being like, I'm fucking done with winter. Yes. I hate winter. And now it's like approaching and I'm like, I fucking didn't want to see this again. We forget because this is our first winter in a while. In and a while. And it's scary. I'm sure it we is. sound like whiny little babies, little bubbles, but. But but winter is scary for everybody right now because of the pandemic. So everything that we've been doing outside. Uh, and like all these patios in, in Toronto right now are like, we have completely covered patios and they're enclosed and. And somebody, actually, a comedian, Andrew Ivey, tweeted this. He's like, you just created a different building. Yes. You just created a different inside. I, <laughs> I like mean, I said that 
not that I'm accusing Ivamy of uh, stealing from something I randomly said on the sidewalk to you, but like, yeah. <laughs> you're, I'm like, you're just making a plast another plastic indoors. Yeah. Because they're like, check this out. It's all enclosed. I'm like, that's the same as indoors. It's the same shit. So. Why is your outside inside? What's your inside's outside. Outside is inside. Pa pandemic this Seinfeld. Is not what anybody wants. I tell you that much. COVID. Okay. How about Novid? That's good. Is that good? We should call him up and tell him. Corona? Is it the beer or the coughing disease? Remember when there was a time where you could literally just like call people up? Who was it? Some actor being like, yeah, I got a hold of like Elizabeth Taylor's number. I don't know. I'm <laughs> Some, they just basically called up someone very prominent. And like you could do that back in the day if you had enough balls is like find a big casting director's number and cold call them. Yeah. Can you imagine? Because especially when there was no internet, too, is like phone lines, that's it. Yeah. So it's like, what else are you going to do? You're going to call people. I'm going to call, you know, call Tom Cruise. I'm going to call See, Tom Cruise. Especially when like the early, early old days of like telephones when there was only like 10 numbers. I bet that was like, I'm just going to see who's on six. Yeah. Who's seven? Just say, hello. <laughs> like, <laughs> who is this? Who also has a telephone these days? What a wild, wild world. That would also be wild, too, because one of those phone numbers is Alexander Graham Bell, the guy who created the telephone. Wow. So if you were, like, top ten, you'd be like, well, one of these people... Is Alexander Graham... Is the guy. Bell. And I would hope that his number is one. But he maybe wouldn't want that. Yeah. I don't... Is that how first numbers worked? Where is this, like, you just dial one number? I doubt it. I think it's... Because <laughs> <laughs> I think it was operators. I think you call the operator and you're like, put me on with Clarence O'Neill, yeah. honey. And she's smoking a cigarette. And, and then she, she has to go through her Rolodex of all the Clarence O'Neills. Yeah, and then she plugs it. She goes, -tunk, transferring. So crazy. Yeah. Like, I could never work in something like that. I would literally fuck up every call. And they'd be like, Ladkowitz, you're dropping all the calls. And I'd be like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Honey like, doll, I'm Find yourself new. a nice man because you're not too smart. You can't do this. I'm like, I'm going to go with the showbiz. And they're like, no. Also, wow. can't they listen to like calls? Like, Couldn't they just listen to, be like, yeah, I'll transfer you over and then just I feel like that. The I feel like that's in some sort of spy movie where someone like got some information during the war. Yeah, there's a lot of spy movies Listen, we're there. talking a lot about things we don't know anything about. Yeah, it's Bees and <laughs> Bell. <laughs> bees and Bell. Listen, bees and bell. let's go to our first fucking um, segment. Orm and Buzzy. Wow, right at the 22 minute This hour has 22 minutes. This hour has 22 minutes, which minutes. is also something we're, we're trying to apply for. Sure. Um, you know, get a little writing job. Still... This might be news to listeners. Haven't had a writing job. I have never had a writing job. You've had little writing jobs here and there. I've had little tiny guys. But not like writing room like on a television show. I feel like uh, by lacking that, I am not a full comedian. No. There's a lot of stand-ups who aren't writers, and there's a lot of writers who aren't stand-ups. Yeah. Vice versa. But listen, this is warm and fuzzy. This, it isn't, is. this isn't, I haven't, this isn't the segment called I haven't. Yes, we got a, it is what I have and what makes me, my insides feel nice. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go? My insides feel nice. Um, I don't know what mine is. Yes, you do. Do I? 
The what? Lawnmower? <laughs> she did, did like a weird act out. Just say no, it out loud. You visited your your parents and you. Oh, that was a good one. I forget that that was this week. Yeah. Jesus. So do you want to go? My warm and fuzzy starts out in a small town called Fraserville, Ontario, Ooh. where my parents live on a farm. And now that we're in Toronto, that is the nice thing about being in Toronto is that I, now I can go visit my family. As much as I want, because they're very, very close. Some people, that's a nightmare. To me, it's not. Uh, Julia just put the microphone to her bare breast (laughs) as I'm trying to (laughs) explain why my family makes me feel nice. And uh, it's a very confusing thing to do while someone talks. I'm just sorry. I got distracted. Uh, I was looking at my boob. And then I was like, this would be fun. Anyway, I'm glad (laughs) you're enjoying this. I uh, (laughs) went to visit my family. My dad's like, let's let's take the boat out in the lake and go fishing, right? Classic. Classic Father, son. My sister came because she works for a fishing rod company and she has like so many. She gave me a fishing rod. She's like, that fishing rod's like, it's like, it's like $2,000 or something. Or like, yeah. It was like so expensive. It's All like these a, like. Like a Ford Fusion. It is like a Ford Fusion <laughs> or a one month lease on yeah. one. And we went out the freaking boat and first of all, never like uh, launched a boat. It's a bit of a to do. What do you mean? Because like my dad had to back the boat up into the ramp, the water. Oh, so usually arrive in the boat starting water. Slithering back. Yeah, usually any boats I've been in, they're already docked and ready right, to go. Right, okay. But you're dumping it off the back of a truck. I'm like, it's so much to worry about. And then also uh, putting it back in, my sister, the psycho that she is, also the toughest woman in the world, she, I don't think I told you this, she was like, I have to get in the water to adjust the boat. She took her shoes off, bare feet in this ice cold water, just slopping around. Oh, my God. And I'm and I'm freezing. It was ice cold that day. Yeah, Rachel's fucking no She's nonsense. tough shit. She's, uh, so I was like, God damn it. I am, I am soft. The city has made me soft because yeah, I'm like in my boy. jean jacket and my little hat. And like, I told you when you left, I was like, bundle up because it's going to be cold. And then you put on. So much gene. I'm like, well, yeah. he'll learn. <laughs> also, I didn't catch anything. Rachel, my sister, caught a big bass right off the hop because mm. she's very good at fishing. And uh, I caught a lot of seaweed. I'd get like, I'd fe- I thought I would feel like a little, a little tug. tug. And I'd be like, oh, shit. And then it would just be a big wad of seaweed. Well, that's still exciting. It was still very nice. Uh, it was it was actually like a very wholesome. On Animal wholesome Crossing, I, I can catch seaweed sometimes. See? And I can sell it. It's real life. I didn't sell it. Uh, I, I tried to sell it to my dad, and he, <laughs> he didn't I don't think it. he heard me. Um, but it was just like a nice, wholesome. And my sister took a picture of me and my dad on a little boat. And it's like the greatest picture. It's, it's a such a sweet cute little cute picture. And. And when we had dinner uh, back at, at their home and it was just a nice, I'm like, this is just nice. This is like when you, when we watch Modern Family on Netflix, we're always like, look at these fucking families. They all get along yeah. and they all love each other so much. Even though they're bickering at the end, they always learn this like grand lesson and they're all just like, oh, now we're in Aruba and we're happy. And you're like, how much money do you people have? Yeah. But it was just like a day of like, there was no problems. It was just... Bonding with the old family, no dramas, no nothing. That's nice. So it was very nice, and it made me feel warm, warm and, and, and fuzzy. fuzzy. Warm uh, and fuzzy. What is your warm and fuzzy? My warm and fuzzy was when Matt visited his family, and I finally had some time <laughs> alone. Hi, oh, uh, <laughs> take that. <laughs> I mean, love. It was kind of nice. It was a, a, a bit of a. It was I. Yeah, it was a weird day for me, but yeah. not because of you in any way but that is not what my warm and fuzzy my warm and fuzzy is i started a running blog what's it called it's called 
I've got the runs. I love it. Which, it, thank you. I love the title so much. I've got the runs because guess what? I do in more yep. than one way. Ayo. It's poopy and runny and. I mean, I do. I do talk over. about running. I don't talk about my shits unless it comes up organically. Organic shit. Yeah, it's not like one month or one week I talk about shitting and one week I talk about running. Yeah. But yeah, so I started, and it's basically just why the hell not? Uh, it's something that has been a big part of my life over the past three months and has. I dare say, changed my life a little bit. Oh, me, oh my. And uh, yeah, so I decided, because so many people had been reaching out to me being like, I mean, I never thought I was a runner, but like, if you could do it, then I feel like I could do it. So I felt like I had a duty to society to write this. No, I didn't. But uh, yeah, it's this little blog and it's like my experiences in it. And after posting it, I got so much positive feedback from people and... People really like it, and some like really nice comments, and I don't know, and uh, or people and people I didn't even know being like, I stumbled across this blog, and I was feeling shitty today and whatever, but like now I'm lacing up and, and I'm going for a run, so See? thank you. So it made that made me feel real warm and fuzzy because it has been, um, it's been like an up and down, it's been a weird week. It's been a very weird week, very weird vibe. I think it's it's also. Isn't Mercury <coughs> and Falcon retrograde? Oh, who gives a shit's ass about that stuff? I think it's just wow. gloomy and gray and rainy, and then also Halloween is approaching, and everyone can feel it in their bones. <laughs> it's Halloween. And it's also going to be a weird Halloween this year. It's like not, it's weird. Because like we're not going to parties. It's like, you know, kids aren't allowed to trick or treat. Are they, are they allowed? Are they I are allowed? I think they're technically allowed, but there's articles being like, don't do it. Yes, do not. Do that, which we do every year. It's just fucking fucked, eh? I don't know. Yeah, it's it's just one of those, and I'm sure people who are listening are feeling this too, where it's it's so crazy that I'll have a day where I feel like on top of the world, I'm like, anything's possible. And then the next day, I'm like, literally nothing is possible. I just want to yeah. bury myself underground with, with a blanket. That's pill. what I've had this week, which I've had pre-pandemic. Like when we were in L.A., I would have random anxieties about like, oh my God, what the hell career am I in right now? How am I going to sustain this? What what am I going to be like in 10 years? Mm -hmm. Am I going to be broke? Am I going to be homeless? And then I would just live my life and things keep working and things would work out. But right now, the same thing. I'm just like looking at everything and just being like, what the hell am I doing? What the hell should I do? Like it's, I I get anxieties when I think too far in the future, which I Mm -hmm. have to stop doing but it's I, yeah. hard not to. If I get anxieties even without that, so I can't I can't even think about what's happening like next year. Yes. I can't think past this election. Yes. I want it election. to just be fucking over already. I hate watching the news. I hate watching political things, but I have to know. Yeah. Also the fucking debates are tonight and I I'm not even gonna watch them. I don't care. Everyone knows who they're voting for right now. And I, I, it's not that I don't care. It's not that you don't care. It's I care. Just, of course I care. It's just, oh, f- sometimes for your own mental health, you need to, seeing that man. Yeah. It's like, just it, bad to see Trump on TV it and talking. <laughs> it's bad. Me so, so angry. So I'd rather, you know, the next day watch some highlights, whatever. Yeah. See the extra like stupid. watch these debates and be like, well, now I'm voting for Trump in an election I can't vote for because exactly. I only have a green card and I'm not a citizen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<gasps> anyway, it's very bad. Uh, should we drift into the now cold that we're f- fuzzy and warm, cold and stabby? Should we normally? Yeah, because I don't like ending on a sour note. But, but usually cold. No, stabby. but then we end on a fun uh, French movie yeah, title note. That's so true. that's nice. What's um, your cold and stabby? What fucking weird shit happened today? Uh, just today. general stabbiness and coldness of the vibe of society, I think, is uh, where I'm at. People wearing masks and the nose peeking out bothers me. Yep, nose peekers. Um, ah, I don't know. It's not like one single thing. What like one bad thing happened this week? I don't know. I don't know, actually. See, that's it's interesting because we're both like, oh, it's been a weird week. We've had I- bad things. And I don't know. But like, I, yeah, it's not like one singular thing was was bad. There was just like a general like fog, a uh, fog and a haze. I, I guess my cold and stabby is like <laughs> the industry, <laughs> like the industry at large. And we talked about it at the beginning. Um, but the feeling of constantly putting your out yourself out there and being met with rejection and then i'm like well what else because i'm constantly trying and same with you you're, you're making videos and i'm yeah. like i'm gonna start a new blog or i'm gonna we're putting ourselves out there in some capacity and then i finally was like i'm going to submit uh there's a thing called monologue slam yeah where you tape a monologue well, and yeah. you submit it and then it's like a monthly thing and they have a comedic category dramatic and they have one for like youth and kids and then they have three judges who are people in the industry casting directors etc who will judge the monologues, yada, yada, yada. So I've been putting this off forever. And finally, when you were away on your little family situation, ah. I filmed uh, my monologue. It's a monologue from Barry, the Very show good. Barry. And if you haven't seen Barry, it's such a fucking good show. And it's a comedic monologue, but it's also like kind of dramatic. It's like, it's literally the perfect piece for me. And I did it so many times and I worked so hard on it. And I sent it to my best friend, Jess, who's a great actor. She was like, holy shit, this is actually so good. Like, and she would not lie to me. She's like, I think you're going to win. And I felt so good about it. And I'm like, finally, I'm submitting, putting myself out there. And I submitted. And you know when you're not expecting bad news? Like, it was literally a couple days later. Like, I submitted. And I'm still, like, riding high off the feeling of submitting and, like, the possibility of, like, maybe yeah. winning or maybe being a finalist. And I felt, like, so good. And I'm just, like, tra la through Instagram. And then it's like, here's the finalist for Monologue Slam. I'm like what oh okay i'm not in it and it was just it was just went from like such a high yeah of me like picturing in my mind of like i'm gonna be a finalist and this cast director is gonna see me and then i'm gonna be brought in for this project and maybe like i just create these fucking grand things in my head i get so ahead of myself that's almost like the downfall of like because everyone's like visualize visualize you winning something and it's like you do it so hard so that when it doesn't happen you're like but i saw it i was there you like truly (laughs) so what's (laughs) believe it and you're like but and then i'm like maybe i'm like then I i went from being like i'm great i love this monologue and the work i did and then i'm like maybe i'm fucking delusional no and then i was just so sad and i started crying and i'm like why am i i'm like it's not even like this was a part i was going out for so i just i felt just deflated i'm like what's the point of even putting myself out there la 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 <sighs> and then there could again like any role there could have been a million reasons why yeah. I, I honestly <laughs> think seeing it it looks like a bunch of people apply week after week after week 
don't get it. Mm -hmm. And then there's like a backlog of like, I'm sure they're like, okay, give it, let this person in. They've applied multiple times. Like, I think they want you to like kind of participate multiple times. I did. I literally submitted the night before it was due when you have like a full, full fucking month. Yeah. And they did say a minute monologue and I mine was a minute 40. So whoopsie. again, whoopsie daisy. So I couldn't cut it down anymore. There was too much art. There was too much. Well, it's it was just too long and if you cut any of it out, it would have made zero sense. I hear you. But anyway, so the cold and stabby is twofold. Because I should I'm cold and stabby at myself a little bit too because I'm like I shouldn't I should look on the positive side that I fi- I did it. Yeah. I worked on the monologue. I did a good job. I sent it to my agent. She now has more um, like she's like, great job on the monologue. So now she there's an extra piece of acting. Whereas if a casting director wants to see more that she can send that to them. So these are good things. But I, I have to remind myself that these are good things and not be like, well, I didn't win. So I'm not going to try again. It's like, no, yes. keep trying. Keep submitting. Does It's not always going to work out the first time, which, again, I should know. But I'm fucking tired. We're all tired. tired. Everybody's tired, and that's life. Yeah. Anyway. Um, that's it. I guess I should have a cold and stabby to add to this. Um, listen, my... Okay. This is a blanket cold and stabby for anyone not following the rules of what's going on right now. This still bothers me a lot, because we are the... We've been, since day one, following the rules of pandemic and trying to fucking keep everything in order. And Didn't we talk about this last week? I know, but I just <laughs> want to remind... That when you flip and flop around and don't fucking do the things that you're supposed to do nowadays to better all of society, the people that are doing it are pissed because we're changing our lives to try to make this work and the people not doing it can eat shit. Yeah, but they're probably looking at you and being like, you cannot do it either. Like, I'm not making you the free country, man. Fuck. I don't know. <sighs> My cold and stabby goes to COVID-19. I'm a little cold and stabby about that. Also, one more cold and stabby goes to these fucking double IPAs you've been drinking because you were literally tuned up to the max. I thought someone had drugged you because you were goofy as I all I think hell. they are drugs. And be, this is the night that I was so sad and crying and you kept pawing at me. And I was like, I just mean, you're like, it's fine. I was like. What is going on with you? This is so now you. I'm a cold and stabby. Now you're my cold and stabby. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I didn't want that to happen. And then you snore when you're drunk, and I could not sleep, and you just kept snoring, and I made you. Sleep okay, on the that's couch. a cold and stabby that I have then, because you made me sleep on the couch. Yeah, understandable. Uh, couch companies make couches a little bit longer <laughs> for the snorey <laughs> husband. I was head there. My feet were dangling and they're slightly elevated. It's like, come on, let's uh, make a couch for the drunk husband. Well, Shall here's we? the thing. The couch for the drunk husband, it's a fucking pullout couch, you idiot. Yeah, but I, we haven't <laughs> pulled this couch out yet. I don't know what's in there. I don't know if it's like, I don't know. I don't know the state of it. Do you think some goblins are going to be in there? Maybe some pullout goblins. Pullout goblins? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Just... Yeah, if I was all that that drunk and I pull un- unfolded the couch, a bunch of goblins were there. Just <laughs> <laughs> Answer our riddles, sir. And I'm like, I'm tired and I'm snoring. Some limes. No. I got some limes and I'm going to put them inside you. Ah, uh, wow. Anyway, that's a couple cold and stabbies <laughs> for you. Uh, I suppose we should also. Wait, we have a, a quick, uh, quick, quick, quick segment. This fucking show is all segments now. Quickly, let's talk about cheese. <laughs> 
talk about cheese. We ate cheese before this, so we could use the intro song appropriately. And yeah. So uh, uh, w- we haven't talked about cheese in a while because we've only been eating like fucking porcelain Garbage. and brie, the same yep. crap that we always eat. Um, but this time we had, and uh, I knew you wouldn't like it, but I like it, is Saint Agur. Saint Agur, false et fondant à la poix, fromage à pâte, persier fabriqué en velay, which is in France. And it's basically like a blue cheese, like a creamy delicious blue cheese and what did you think of it before i say my opinion i thought it was great i thought it was uh creamy and it had a little bit of bite but it wasn't too stanky and some blue cheeses if you get like a cheap grocery store one i find them like kind of like crumbly and dry and, and and or don't have enough stank this was the right amount of stank the right amount of moisture and i liked it and i know you hated it don't spoil my opinion, my big reveal. Uh, my big reveal is that I hated it. <laughs> I, all blue cheese tastes like how a petting zoo smells. It smells like a goat and tastes like a goat. And uh, I it's don't mean to be rude, because, but it's like you just don't have taste. No, no, no. It tastes like a wet sock from like a fresh run. Like you went running for 30 you minutes. You like and old then ground beef. You, uh, ground beef is amazing. Um Blue cheese has a, a real stank man. to it. I don't know why you'd like the stank. I like, like I like a sharp cheese, like a sharp cheddar or something with a lot of a lot of kick to it. But then there's like just stank, like a head cheese. I understand. It's Ugh. your your palate's not developed enough, and that's fine. It's like <laughs> the insides of a bad person. <laughs> that's what it smells and tastes like. Oh, I'm I just I have a, the taste of it in the back of my throat right now, and it's still there. That Listen, if you're not an actual baby with a fucking tongue which is only made for craft dinner then you will like this blue cheese tastes like a boot that's been just when you've smushing been cream boots, corn smushing cream corn <laughs> and then the cream corn it gets like dry and crusty and then you leave it in the sun and then you no. gotta and then you gotta lick the cream corn off the old crusty boot and that's uh, that's blue cheese for you that's what that cheese tasted like um, so if you want to talk about disagree. cheese, and also uh, again, uh, a longtime friend and listener, Christina Walkinshaw would disagree hugely, hugely. Ew. The craziest word. thing is that she loves blue cheese, and she is currently burping on OnlyFans. So yeah, it, that she takes should she should eat blue cheese and burp. I feel like that would be a nice. She would lose the security deposit on her apartment. <laughs> like that would be. Because it would be very stinky. Yes. I mean, if you want to really break it down. Stinky. Oh, God, I burped. Okay. Um, listen, we, we got we to gotta keep motoring along because uh, we, got, we, we got places to be. We do have places to be. to be. We're going to a show tonight. Not that we're performing on it. We're seeing a friend outside. All these things outside before you get all judgy on us. Judgy. But let's go to our last segment, French movie title. French movie title, c'est ça, c'est moi, c'est moi. Um, and uh, we have uh, some lovely suggestions by uh, one of our power listeners, Taylor. Power listener. Which Welcome, is, power which listener. Which is the one that you decided on, Matt. Oh, yeah. Ernest Scared Stupid. Ernest Scared Stupid. When's the last time you saw Ernest Scared Stupid? I have never seen it. You've never seen I've Ernest never Scared seen Stupid? Ernest Scared Stupid or Chappie. It gave me nightmares as a kid. Um, I'm trying to remember it. First of all, it came out in 1991. Also, Ernest is the best. I haven't seen any of the Ernest We have movies. to watch all of the Ernest. Isn't that wild? Um, oh, my God. What's the actor's name? Is it Jim... 
something. Jim, shit. No, I need to look this up. Jim Varney. There's like, I watched recently an old clip of him and Robin Williams just like riffing with each other at the comedy store. And he's so funny. He's such a hilarious, rest in peace. What a dream. Passed away. I forget from what and when, but um, yeah, you just start doing this earnest character on stage and then like turn it into like a fucking franchise. And Ernest Scared Stupid was a Halloween classic for anyone growing up in the 90s. Is it funny? Yes, it's stupid, but it's also like <laughs> it's early '90s, so it's like a lot of practical effects. There's like trolls and stuff uh. in it, and it's just like uh, it's just like. Uh. Would I be scared of it? No, because it's, it's Ernest too, and he's scared stupid, and he fucking it's he's Am like. Am I a, Ernest? He's like Ernest is like Mr. Bean, like a, a redneck Mr. Bean. We have to watch this. Yeah, he's fantastic. This sounds fun. Um, so it came out in 1991. Uh, the release date USA. Whoa, what the hell is this? Japan came out in 1992. Canada, 2002. What? DVD premiere. You couldn't get it on DVD in Canada until 2002. Wow. Um, so the original title, Ernest Scared Stupid. Um, Brazil, this looks really weird. I don't speak Portuguese. That's what they speak in Brazil, I right? I think so. But these, it, judging by the letters, it says, Oh, Bobo e Fera which uh, translates to The Fool and the Beast. I like that. That one's pretty good. The Fool um, and the Beast. French title is, do you want to say that one? Ernest à la chasse aux monstres. Ernest chases monsters? Okay. Ernest on the hunt for monsters. Yeah. I like Scared Stupid, though. Scared Stupid's fun. Scared Stupid. Uh, He's Scared Stupid. Finland, they called it Ernest, Ernest. the Shoe the of Injury. <laughs> I feel like that... I feel like something got lost in translation there. Something's clearly lost in translation <laughs> there. Uh, Germany, the second word is Halloween, but what's the first one? Oh, I don't know what that. Uh, K- what? Chaotisch Halloween. Chaotisch Halloween. Halloween. I don't know what that is. Uh, in Greece? Greece. Is that Kalamata? What is that? Oh, Kalamata olives? Mm. For laughter and crying. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't say anything about <laughs> Ernest at all. For laughter and crying. But didn't you say it's funny and scary? So there you go. Yeah, but it's not sad. Um, Italian's very good. <laughs> Ernesto. First of all, they call Ernest Ernesto. Ernesto, perfect. Ernesto and a terrifying legacy. Hey, it's Ernesto and a terrifying legacy. Hey, yo, hop in the van. We're going to go see the terrifying legacy with Ernesto. Uh, Ernest's biggest nightmare in Polish. Yes. That's pretty good. It's Ernest's biggest nightmare. Soviet Union. Oh, I we guess have to it do it in all the accents except the racist ones. You want to read the Russian one? Ernest scared the fools. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's the fool, though, so why would he be scaring other fools? I don't know. Um, oh, the alternate title in the U.S. was Ernest scared stiff, but that's Ew. far too sexual. Stiff. That's mm-hmm. like, yeah, Ernest gets boners when he's scared. <laughs> hey, Vern! That's a funny title. Ernest gets boners when he's scared? Ernest, the king of idiots in Swedish. <laughs> that says nothing about Halloween. <laughs> Ernest, the king of idiots. Oh, that one's good. That one's very good. What about good. like Japan or like Thailand or something? Uh, there's no Japan. There's no oh. Thailand. There's Poland. I think... What about Mexico? I want to do one more Halloween movie, actually. Okay. Um, so I think Ernest, the king of idiots in Swedish it's is very funny. the winner. Um, what's the other Halloween movie that was mentioned. Oh, I thought you had it queued up. I have nothing oh queued. Oh, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Is that the one we want? Also, what a genius 
marketing for a movie. It's a it's a movie you can watch on Christmas and Halloween. Are you are you out of your fucking dick? Um, Nightmare Before Christmas. So it is came out in 1993. Wow. That was a big year. That was Jurassic Park too. That was a big year. Also, was that the Blue Jays winning the World Series? Might have been. Oh my god, it came out many times and many different things. Wow. Um, the Canadian French title. Do you want to read that one? L'étrange Noël de Monstre Jack. The Strange Christmas of Mr. Jack. Hmm. Nah. Eh. A ni- nightmare for. Do I say. Is it a nightmare or the nightmare? The. The nightmare before Christmas. Um, Tim Burton's. Let's see, Hungary. Come on, Hungary. Give Fine. me something. Christmas, Christmas nightmare. nightmare. No. Uh, Mexico, something of Jack. Let's see I it. Love Jack. The, strange the Strange World, world of Jack. Jack. Mm, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty. Something Christmas there. Ukraine's usually a moneymaker. Come, Come on, Ukraine. Come on, Ukraine. Horror before, before Christmas. Christmas. No. Um, Taiwan. Taiwan. Where's Taiwan? Ooh, yeah. We have no Come idea what we're going to say. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, my God. (laughs) Literally a perfect translation. That's how you know a language is more evolved than, or just as evolved as a pre-Christmas nightmare nightmare in Slovenia. (laughs) Um, This is not not showing me what I want. No. A lot of of pre-Christmas Slovakia and Slovenia. Is that the same language? Um, Serbia. Come on, Serbia. Serbia. What's a Nightmare Before Christmas? Oh, my God. It's still a Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas. Because I think we realized that the funny ones have slang in them. Right. Yeah, a lot of Um, pre-Christmas nightmares. A lot of pre-Christmas nightmares. What about India? Where's India? Oh, it says Nightmare Before Christmas. It says Nightmare Before Christmas. Well, shit. Estonia. Come on, Estonia. Okay, where's Estonia? Come on, Estonia. Okay, this will be the good one. Come on. Also, what a wild-looking language. A a pre-Christmas horror fairy tale. (laughs) That's pretty good. Yeah. That's a lot, though. Check. What do they say? Check Republic. Give me something good. Stolen Stolen Christmas. Christmas. Yes, we got something different. I'm fine with Stolen Christmas. Um, So those are some French movie titles. Uh, Spooky Halloween (laughs) edition. (laughs) I want to suck your butt. And you know what? Stolen Christmas, that's what COVID did. So uh, Yeah, COVID stole the Christmas. The Grinch that had COVID and then stole Christmas. The Grinch that had COVID and gave it to everybody, and that's why there's no Christmas. Yeah. I'd be a very. You think there's kids tale. out there this year that are going to be like, is Santa coming? Is and he wearing a mask? Yeah. Was he tested? Was he tested? If is he's he a super home? spreader? Yeah. There's probably like some really confused kids that are going to be like, let's not go in the living room. There's still. Or if you are like a parent dressing up as Santa, are you putting on a mask in case your kid like finds you? You know what I mean? You gotta. Or like, are you like sanitizing the cookies before you put them out for Santa? Sanitizing. Sanitizing. Sanitizing your cookies. There's a lot. Listen, I know there's some parents listening. Taylor's a parent. There's a lot you gotta deal with this year. Yeah. <laughs> and I do not pity you at all. And I, I, I hope everything. I hope the best. Because there's a lot of extra shit that you have to deal with when you have kids during this weird fucking time. Ugh. Oh, the things you have to do. But um, if you want but any yeah, suggestions. But you get to hug your little kids. That's, that's nice. That's cute. That's cute and nice. Unless they go to school and then they come home and you're like, yeah, uh, do you hug your kids the when they come home? Or do you, yeah, hose them down first? Hose them down. Hose down your kid in the lawn. Listen, um, hose down your kids. Um, Wear a mask if you're dressing up as Santa. Matt, uh, where can they find you? Uh, you know where they can find me. Matt underscore O'Brien on Twitter. Matt O'Brien on Instagram. Where they can find you. They can find me, Julia Comedy, across the board, except Julia Comedian on Facebook. And then you can follow us on uh, 
Twitter, I-T-W-Y-W podcast. And you can follow us, Is This What You Want podcast on Instagram. Talk to us. Tweet at us. Talk to me. Thank you very much for listening, everyone, as always. But uh, uh, it's going to be a fun time. Have a good week this week, everyone. Yeah, have a good week. We love you. Bye. you are